0: Pull up a seat, snuggle with your dog, cuddle with your kitty, put on your headphones as you nuzzle with your horse. You found Dr. Andy's World Radio Show. This show is for those interested in empowerment, empowering you to know what you know about your animals, the world, and everything in between. Now, here's the host of the Dr. Andy's World Radio Show, animal facilitator, Dr. Andy Harper.
1: Welcome, everybody. Um, to Dr. Andy's World Radio Show here on Inspired Choices Network. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me. Um, It's been quite the afternoon already. Um, I'm so grateful for those that are tuning back in and for those that are new. How much fun are we going to have this hour? And yes, my world might be just a little bit different and we might go on a little bit of a wild ride. And What's it going to take for you to hold hold on, hold on tight and make it through. Um, Today's show, we are going to talk about drive like your pet lives here. So far, the reaction to that's been, huh? So we will go into details on that in just a moment. Um, But before we do that, there are two ways to join me on the show today. You can join us in the chat room by going to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. And on the homepage along the top, click on chat room, follow the the directions, and you can get a behind the scenes look at what my producer Christine and I are up to, and whoever else joined us in the chat room, um, Ashley's in there now hanging out, so if you want to get in there with your questions and comments and and see what um, that's all about, please join us, and you don't have to talk on the air um, And now, for the rest of you that don't mind speaking up and being heard, you can call in, and in the u s that number is eight one five. 880 8255 and in Canada 613 800 8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Why do I seem like I'm out of breath? I haven't been doing anything but sitting here for the last five minutes. Anyway, don't mind me today. Or you can get a hold of me at any time at accessdrandy.com, accessdrandy at gmail.com. You can send me anything there. Um, I'm having a little bit, like, hard time catching my breath. Um, So I apologize. So drive like your pet lives here. So this this is funny how this actually created itself. As all shows do, they all seem to do it in their own unique way. Um, If I was driving through one of the Denver neighborhoods, because I still do a lot of house calls with my animal magic care practice here where I do um, sessions that include chiropractic and energy work and all kinds of stuff. And this was the sign, and it was drive like your pet lives here. And we may all be quite familiar with drive like your kid lives here, but that was the first time I'd seen it say pet. And I thought it was funny that I actually slowed down. I'm like, huh. Do I slow down when the kids, I live here, I'm. that's just me being irreverent, and I wasn't speeding anyway. Um, but I thought that was hysterically funny and very true, right? Um, and, you know, do pets have the same status as kids these days? Should they? And that's a, you know, that's a... Loaded question in itself, and what could the future look like as animals infiltrate every aspect of our life and living so we're we're gonna have a fun little conversation about this um and how different pets and pets in our lives have or how they created it over the last about a couple of decades and more so when I do the math, which is you know always a little depressing, so, you know, pod, poc, pod, and paws, pod, poc, all that. But in the last 17 years, I have been um, working with dogs. I graduated chiropractic school, went in and did my animal chiropractic course, started volunteering at the animal shelter, and that was 17 years ago. And the evolution of what these cats and dogs have created, my point of view, is amazing. Um, and even when I was talking with folks and and trying to get my footing with what i what I wanted to do with the animals and what I wanted to create and which animals I wanted to work with horses or dogs and I gotta say, I grew up in the south side of Chicago suburbs, so horses were not that common. I moved to Colorado when I was sixteen, so you know few more horses around, and, and like I tell people, I've been on them, <laughs> and that's about it, you know, so when I finished my course, and I was like, oh, I want to work with dogs, everybody, all the other car- animal practitioners, like, no, you work on horses, that's where the money is, I'm like, no, I'm going to work on dogs, no, no one does that, and really, when I moved here, or came back from school in Denver, and started this, when I was calling around to animal shelters to go volunteer, because you know what, when you adjust your own dog, every day or every other day, they get a little grumpy with you. You can't actually over-adjust in case you weren't aware of that. (laughs) Um, So I needed to find some other bodies to work on. Um, My standard poodle, Jacks, at the time was very grateful when I did that. And nobody would actually talk to me. Nobody would return phone calls. Nobody wanted me in there touching the dogs. Um, But Aurora Animal Shelter did, actually. Um, My very... friend, Kim, who ran the shelter back in the day, and their veterinarian, Dr. Cahill, were like, yeah, come on in. Um, And they were excited about it, and they were still um, very hesitant as to what they gave me to work on. But anyway, no one else was really working on dogs. Um, No one You know, some of the horse chiropractors would kind of see the dogs if they were out at the stables. That was kind of what was going on 17 years ago. And you pretty much had your, you know, one veterinarian, and then we had maybe one or two hospitals that had specialists. And you really didn't go to the specialists much. Um, And then things started shifting, right? A lot of people had, um, you know one dog, maybe two now the vast majority of my clients have two to five dogs, like they are everywhere, and they're all in their homes, right, and they're all wearing coats, you know, when it's cold, and they all have their fancy harnesses, and they all have their veterinarians and they go see the animal chiropractor, right like come on, um, How well have the animals created all this for themselves? I mean what was it, 14,000, how many years ago? I don't know, 10,000 years ago when, I don't know, Jesus, what was that number? I did a show on that and there was actually a number they had carbon dated that the dogs had been hanging out with us, you know, and first they showed up for the fire and now they've taken over the couch in front of the fireplace. Like, how brilliant are they? Um, but, you know, now, so, so have they elevated themselves as the status as kids? And I, I'm asking, um, I, I, you know, I was, you know, what what are you seeing with that? And, and you may not be listening live, right? You may be catching this later, but take a look in your world. How many people have chosen to have a couple dogs instead of a couple human two-legged children, right? How many, um, you know, the children are grown and gone. Now they have dogs that are treated the very very much the same way as their children were. You know, they're in the bed with them. Like I said, they have, gosh, you know, how many dog beds lying around the house? How much toys do they have? Um, All of that, right? How have they elevated them? And should they? And like I said earlier, that's a little bit of a loaded question, should they? That's kind of silly, actually, right? Is there anything like um, should or should not but they've created this, right? I think they've done a damn good job, right? I had dogs coming in wearing Gucci collars, like, hot damn, I don't own anything Gucci, you know? Uh, and and all of the resources that have been created, all of the industries that have come out of this, um, how readily available is dog training, right? How readily available are um canine massage therapist, how readily available dog walking services. Like these animals have then created an entire industry to support them in them taking over <laughs> our households. right? How many people don't go on trips? Um, because getting someone to watch their dogs is not always the easiest thing to do, right? I, I know um, my husband and I struggle over this because we also or I also choose to feed raw food. Then you have to find someone that's willing to do feedings and mess with raw meat, right? Oh, and then there's the whole food industry that has developed way beyond just buying a bag of kibble from Purina, right? So are, you know, are these critters like taking over where our, children would have been so many years ago because i gotta say i i got my first dog i think i bugged my parents enough um and i was 12 i believe maybe a little older and we got this puppy from the shelter and she was a labrador golden retriever mix easy go lucky you know easy dog you know, happy dog, blah blah blah, right? What those two breeds generally are, but she was so much for our household, and and my my mother actually just hated her, and my mom had four kids to take care of and a house to take care of, so I mean, this this dog added a lot of work to her plate. Um, and she, on the other hand, is not that easygoing, so she hated this dog. So she would actually make me take this dog everywhere, even to, like, girlfriends' houses and all that. And I did my best to comply, but I'm looking back, I'm like, even if we had known, and this is like, 30 years ago, about a kennel, like, kennel training a dog. Because the dog was in our house, and we had a backyard, and that's about it. We had a collar and a leash, right, and we poured kibble in the bowl. Like, that was our entire World on dogs just 30 years ago. We didn't even have a kennel back then. I I don't sure. Shit didn't have Google to go Google all these problems we were, quote unquote, having with this puppy, right? Training was ridiculous. I was trying to teach her to sit. I didn't know what the heck I'm doing at, like, 12, 13, right? I, my mother didn't want to deal with her. We didn't have any idea how to exercise her, right? There was no one to call to come walk her it wasn't that dog trainer that um could come in, walk her, show us some tips. I mean, so all of this has been created around these animals. And so, how cool is all that? And so, we barely made it through her puppyhood, um I got to say. <laughs> and, you know, what, you know, how cool is that? So, what does this future look like with these animals? Right? What else are they gonna create for their their comfort? Um, and you know, what other you know, back to even the veterinarians. Now there's specialists up the wazoo for dogs. And now there are lots of actually dog chiropractors and not just horse chiropractors. Um and I stepped into that seventeen years ago because well, essentially, um I wanted to be comfortable. I am a huge weather weenie. And and going out to the barn when it's really, really hot and really, really cold is not fun for me. And so I'm like, well, dogs come in the house. They come in the air conditioning and they come in um, into the heated. Yeah, I think I'll do that. I happen to have a lot more information on dogs in general than I do horses. And I still tell people that. I do go out and adjust. Um, some horses I like, you know, some older geldings that just like stand there and and um, just you know enjoy to see me and my clients, my horse clients. I only have a few of them. They know if it's below forty degrees, I ain't showing up. Like it ain't happening. <laughs> I am not interested. So they're all well trained, and there's not. It's not a big portion of of my uh, practice, but the dogs are right. Um, and so I. I guess I ushered that in, you know, the first ones that were really starting to focus on dogs rather than horses. And now we have a lot more animal chiropractors in the area. And I say that with tongue in cheek because I think there's still like less than 30 in the state of Colorado. So I mean, like it's not on every, um, in every clinic or anything like that. Um, but there are a lot more acupuncturists. There are a lot more canine massage therapists. There's a lot more of these, um, adjunct alternative complementary therapies um, that you can now choose for your animals that were not there 17 years ago. Um, And they were here and there, but how much has this all changed? And how much has veterinary medicine changed? You know, and that's a good place to take this first break. Um, And then when we come back, we'll, we'll take a look at how much I've watched the veterinary medicine change over the last 17 years, kind of sitting here on the periphery. Um, You are listening to Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with myself, Dr. Andy, on Inspired Choices Network, and we will be
0: right back. Did you know Dr. Andy travels the world facilitating classes, empowering others, and talking to the animals? From Chicago to New York City to California to Texas, Europe, and Australia, while spending a good amount of time at home in Golden, Colorado, check Dr. Andy's schedule at accessdrandy.com. If you would like Dr. Andy to come to your area for animal sessions or classes, contact her for the possibilities at AccessDrAndy at gmail.com. Thank you for making Dr. Andy's world a part of your life every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
2: Are you a subject matter expert? Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at Network.com.
0: This is Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with animal facilitator Dr. Andy. To participate in the program, call us in the U.S., 815-880-8255, Canada 613 800 8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to andy at gmail.com. Now, back to the program.
1: Welcome back, everyone. Um, I'm Dr. Andy here on Dr. Andy's World on Inspired Choices Network. We are talking about drive like your pet lives here and do pets have the same status as kids these days? Kind of what we're taking a look at and how things have maybe shifted for them over the last 17 years that I've been in practice kind of on the periphery of this whole veterinary movement for our companion animals, the dogs and the cats in our lives. And if you do have a burning question or would like to join in the conversation today, we do make it easy. All you need to do is call in, and in the U.S., it's 815-880-8255. In Canada, that number is 613-800-8736, or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can always join in on the chat room, too, and that's InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Along the top, click on chat room, follow the directions, and you don't have to talk on the air that way. Um, and you get a behind-the-scenes look of what um, me and my producer Christine are up to and everybody that's in the chat room and, and what's going on back there. I'd also like to invite you all to join um, my free membership. You can find that at on my Facebook page, as my public profile page has it. So it's Dr. Andy Harper. You click on the little blue button that says sign up. It is free. It will cost you your email address, and we would love... To to have us have you join us we send out emails through the week we do videos during the week um, and I was just meeting with um, my I don't know, my gal that helps me with all of this um, keeps me keeps track of all my social media for me which is amazing that there's somebody in the world that can do that um, it is not my thing and we just we were brainstorming on how we can chalk that free membership up with even more stuff so Join and you'll see what we have in the works. So before we went to break, we were talking just a little bit of kind of what I was, what I've seen change over the last 17 years, and how these dogs and cats have just elevated themselves in um, status in the family, right? How many people are having animals instead of children these days, and that choice has, you know, grown out so many ancillary businesses and, and products and and support with all of that. You know, we still go to work, right? So someone needs to walk the dog. Our um, doggy daycares around here because we're in the foothills outside of Denver in Colorado in the U.S., we have a van that will pick show up at your house, pick up your dog, take it hiking, and bring it back. And I think they kind of rinse it off even. we will get the mud off for you. I mean, come on, how is it getting better than that? So all of this ancillary support that these animals have created for themselves so they could take over the couch in front of the fireplace, right? They started just kind of sneaking up, you know, joining us in the fire pit back in the day. And now they've taken over our prized possession couches and hogged the fireplace and, you know all that jazz that we have come to love and expect of our four-legged creatures. But, but veterinary medicine has also shifted quite a bit. Um, and actually, I talk about this quite a bit with clients. And really, I've only really been watching this for the last 17 years, right? So, But a lot of the veterinarians that are, you know, 65, 70-ish that are retiring, slowing down in their practices, selling their practices, they were the veterinarians that had to know everything. They didn't have a specialist to refer to or if they do did, they could do a consult but not necessarily send the animal to them. You know, they only had so many pills which were not that many pharmaceutical pills and they had to know some stuff, right? They had to know all these different animals and how they all worked. And I'm not saying veterinarians don't, do that now, but they have a much higher percentage of pharmaceutical training, and they have a lot more support, especially here in the met in the metropolitan area. You know, your cities. Um. Uh, where was I going? Yes, metropolitan and cities. They have all these specialists that they can refer animals to if they're just not sure what's going on, and and a lot of people are looking for that veterinarian that kind of knew it all. And, and and then you have people that are like, oh, I really like this specialist thing. And how much has veterinary medicine mirrored our own allopathic medicine model? And how much of that is driven from the pharmaceutical companies. And like I say on this show, a lot, nothing's right, nothing's wrong. It's just an acknowledgement. And I say it so you can uh take a look at it in your own world. The veterinary medicine has so matched our allopathic and it is driven by the pharmaceutical company. So now we have fabulous drugs for all kinds of worms. And so how really important is it for the vets to really know all the life cycles? It's not as critical as it was 20, 30 years ago if we needed to you know, eradicate worms in a puppy. You know, We have one drug that does it all now. We just do that and we follow the directions. Again, not right or wrong, it's just very different, right? And how cool is it that we do have specialists? Um, one of the big things I've watched over over the last 17 years is how um, dentals have just changed so dramatically from, you know, they knock the dog out, they scrape their teeth, they send you home. They did some blood work, no big deal. And now you can go to a dental specialist and they can do root canals. They can, it's amazing what they can do. They have a specialist with anesthesia and it's just like, oh my gosh, because these guys have elevated their status so much in our families, they're like, yes, of course we want to treat them this way, right? Of course we value them this much. We 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 would like all the specialists you know, of course their teeth need this much attention. And everywhere you align and agree or resist and react with all of that, let's destroy and uncreate it all. Times a gazillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, talk, all nine, boys, shorts, and... And that is the excess consciousness clearing statement. Um, It's the magic wand and I, that... Oh, my goodness. I think I need more coffee this afternoon. What's going on? It's that magic wand. From access that goes back to wherever you created an energy, kind of erases it out, and then it creates space. So you could choose something else if you so choose. I mean, you can get more information at theclearingstatement.com on that if you'd like some more information. Um, Veterinary dental, yes, and everywhere, yeah. Like we were talking, you if you are looking that this is so cool that we have all the specialists or if looking at, no, I don't think we need all that for the animals. And what if, what if that point of view that is still out there, that that's just an animal? Um, dogs should still just, they should just stay outside. They don't belong in the house. <laughs> the only energy that came up from that, we try and create all that. Times a gazillion. <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad, pod, talk, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. Because there are lots of points of view Still on either side of that that debate, most people that bring their animal to an animal chiropractor, their animals are living in the house. And is it really so wrong if the dog lives outside and is not allowed in the house? Everything that brought up in the world, so we just that to create it all. Times a billion. right, wrong, good, bad, podpock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. And, and with, you know, these dentals and how much they cost and these surgeries and how much they cost, how many people still do have, well, it's just an animal. I'm not spending $10,000. Everything that just brought up. Times a gazillion, great, All right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, all nine, boys, shorts, beyond. Yeah. And none of this is right or wrong. It's, what if we could all get to, it's just an interesting point of view, and what if we can all get to, let's ask the animal. Yeah, Christine just wrote in the chat room, while that's charged. Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> I agree. Um, because how, how often have you made yourself wrong just thinking that if my animal needed this surgery, A, would I do it? B, do I have the money for it? C. you know, what if it is in the back of your head? It's just a dog. It's just a cat. Everything that brings up times a gazillion. Can we just share it and create it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, puck, all my boys, shorts, and beyond. I have a lot of clients that beat themselves up or they're looking for other alternatives. Because that, let's say, $10,000 surgery would create havoc in finances for the entire family. And they beat themselves up for that. And generally, like, really, almost to the point where they don't, like, I don't love my animal enough. Which, is that even true? I get a know You'll have to check in your own world. And that's not it. And what if it's okay that you don't choose to do that surgery? And what if you ask the animal? The animal's like, well, I don't want to do that. And you honor that. How wrong are you made by everybody else? Right? You don't love your animal enough. Where well, You could find the money. You can finance that. You should have gotten insurance. Blah 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 blah, everything that brings up in your world. Can we destroy an uncreated all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pop, all mine, boy, shorts, and beyond. And these questions differ between a two-year-old dog and a twelve-year-old dog. Or a three-year-old cat and an 18-year-old cat. It's everywhere we don't think that should matter. Can we destroy an uncreated all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all my boy, shorts, and hands. Because on one hand, these critters are generally considered our children, right? How many people have more pictures of their animals on their phone than they do of their actual two-legged children? And on the other hand, when it comes to the big expenses, um, they're treated more like a car. Like you're more apt to that really rude or not? I'm not sure. You know, how how more willing are you to do repairs on a car that you know you can get another 100,000 miles out of rather than a car you're only going to get another 10,000 miles out of? And everything that just brought up and just how rude Dr. Andy was just saying, can we destroy and create all that? <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pop, all nine, boys versus young. And what if that's just acknowledging what is? That's what it is. Unfortunately or fortunately, these critters do not live in our lives our entire lifetimes. They live about 13 to 15 years. <laughs> um, right? It, 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 let's just acknowledge what is. And and what if you still choo- choose to do the surgery on a 12-year-old dog, on an 18-year-old cat? And what if the next couple years was so worth it for you? And what if the other person decides not to do it and it worked out fabulously for them and their animal? And what if there's no right answer ever? Just what's going to work for you? Everything that is, times of consuming, we just turn on, create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pot, go online, boy, short, hit me on. And what if that is choosing more consciousness for the planet? Looking at what will work for you, looking at what's going to work for your animal, asking your animal, having. Getting a hold of somebody else that'll ask your animal if you're just too emotionally charged over it. Like, considering everything, acknowledging everything that's going to work for everybody. And what if that is choosing more consciousness for you, your animal, and the planet? Um, and, And what if, you know, you ask more questions around that? You know, what can I choose today to create more consciousness? And what if that is asking your animal if it's time for them to leave or not, or if they would like the surgery or not? and be, be willing to get the answer. Mm. Everywhere we don't want that answer, we just don't to create all that, times a billions, right, wrong, good, bad, pod pop, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. Okay, so on that note, let's take another break. You are listening to Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with myself, Dr. Andy, here on Inspired Choices Network, and we will be right back.
0: Thank you for making Dr. Andy's world a part of your life every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
2: What if the world doesn't function the way we've been told? What if we truly can bend the laws of physical reality? What if we can end limitation? What if weird were the coolest thing you could be? And what if it's time for a totally different reality? Are you ready to create it? Are you ready to dream as big as you dare? Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything in my life changed for me. This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Gandhi, Galileo, and Aristotle all knew to be true. It's not about the answer. It's about being the question, always. It's about truly being you, whatever that looks like, and changing this world. Is now the time? Start by signing up for a free video series at beinguclass.com. That's beingyouclass.com. What if you are the gift and the change this world requires? Beinguclass.com
0: Welcome
1: back. You are listening to Dr. Andy's World with myself, Dr. Andy, here on Inspired Choices Network. I'm here every Friday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Or you can catch me on another day or another time on another platform, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spreaker, Stitcher, iHeart. Just search and Google Dr. Andy's World and take a listen when it's convenient for you. Um, I've got some stuff going on in the chat room. Uh, So that's really cool. We were talking about Drive Like Your Pet Lives Here. Um, And these shows are always such a fun journey. And where we ended up kind of spurred from the question of do pets have the same status as kids these days? And it kind of got whittled down to they do, but how much more does money factor into what we do for them? children, somewhat, um, but we were talking at the very end of the last segment about um, choosing to do big expenses, and when do you choose it, and why do you choose it, and are you willing to choose something and be judged for it from, by other people? In I talk about a lot, I talk about pet, you know, transitioning, if you want to use that word, or passing on or getting a new body. I just call it getting a new body because really animals have that point of view about it. They're just going to go get another body. It, it, it's our significance that we put on it um, that makes, the whole, uh, the, it makes it a bigger deal. And it's very easy to say, I get that. And, you know, when you're in the middle of it, it's not always that easy, right? Um So that's kind of the first segment in two. So if you want to go back and catch that, if you're catching me in the middle of the show, um, that was um, that was interesting where we ended up. And you know what? What if there's nothing that you choose with your animals that's right or wrong? What if it's just gonna work for you? And what if the problems only arise when you actually don't choose what's going to work for you and the animal? everything that brings up times a gazillion will you turn on, create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pop, all nine, boys, shorts, ambiance. beyond. Um, my producer, Christine, this is great. Um, said something about if we don't have the money for the kids, people will donate um, and not for animals, I believe. Oh, con- contour. <laughs> I don't know how to speak another language. Um, yeah, there's a lot of people that will um, put up, gosh, what are those things called? And you can donate to get surgery is done, and you, a lot of people will donate for the animals, too. Um, it is, you know, so there are so many different things to look at and so many pathways you could take and so many, all of it. And what if none of it's right or wrong? Just the only, yes, GoFund. Thank you. One of those. There's lots of those, right? Um, some vet offices actually put a percentage aside so they can help get, you know, get a surgery done that maybe the owner can afford. Um, and so on and so forth, so all of this is out there, and again, what fabulous creators, possibly manipulators these critters have been to wiggle their way into our lives and and really really gather themselves kids' status in our families. Um, how cool are they? All right, let's jump a little bit and head over to next week's show. Um, I'm really kind of excited because this is actually, this is the second incarnation of my radio show. Um, my last radio show, I had lots of guests. This is my very first guest on Dr. Andy's World. And so I'm very excited. We're going to talk about Seven Corgis versus the Shiba, And there is a story. I'm hoping it's a funny story. I know the story. I think it's funny. Um, on where that title came from. And so my friend Ashley, it's going to be... On the air with me, and we're going to talk about that story and Ashiba, which is Emma, and and what this this little critter has created for herself and for her family, and we're going to just have a fun little conversation about that. Um, that's next week. Um, my upcoming events. This is my shameless plug area of the show. I have an animal communication. Um, Dr. Andy Style on July 25th. It's just a two-hour intro. Um, a lot of the quote-unquote basic tools of access, um, how you can start utilizing that even more with your animals. It's it's live. It's interactive. It's here in, I think it's a Littleton address outside of Denver in Colorado. So if you are around and interested, um, email me at accessdrandy at com and I can get you um, some information on that. Uh, August 10th is a bars class, get your butt to bars. For the few of you that actually want to change their life and living and really change your life and living with your animals, you we're going to, like, get you involved, right? You can ask your questions, you can talk to your dog, but if we don't clear out some of the junk that's in your head, it's just going to be that much more difficult. You're going to have to go up that much higher of a mountain. So get your butt to bars. You don't do anything else access. Get your butt to bars. Um, August thirteenth. I just set this up actually today. I'm calling it Beyond Veterinary Medicine. I'm going to be at one of the local shelters here outside of Denver, and we're going to talk about chiropractic. And I'm going to bring in massage, acupuncture, all this other stuff that maybe they could start choosing for the animals at the shelter. I don't know. I'm not sure where it's going to go. I'm not sure what information they're going to want. Um, all of these are... You know, even the animal communication intros. is just, or all the classes, actually, is following the energy once I'm there. But that's August 14th. And I'm working on, the new website should be up soon. And I'm hoping to get all the classes up there and you can actually register. Keep you posted on that. It's been a, it's been a work in progress. That's the that's saying, right? And August 17th is my very first, Energetic Magic with Animals. So that's a one-day class. Um, and that's, all you know, a bunch more tools and processes with access and really creating change for you and your animals. I'm very excited about that one. My very first one. So if you want to come and help me out, we'd love to have you. And then I head over to Costa Rica. I have my certified facilitator's training with access. We'll get some more goodies there. Come back. I have a five days to change at the end of September. And five days to change at the beginning of October, and that one's in Montreal. So the, we're going to do an intro, we're going to do bars, we're going to do foundation, all out in Montreal. And we'll get those details up on the website here shortly, too. So I think that's it right now on my shameless plugs of upcoming events. How cool is all of that? My client contributions this week. Uh, I said in my office and I'm kinda yes, yeah, Christine's like, Yeah, Dr. Andy's coming to Canada. Yes, I am coming to Canada. Yay! Um exciting. I can't wait, actually I cannot wait. Um client contribution. So I sit in my office, right? And I talk to the walls. I um yes, we finally get to hug. Actually, Christine and I have been working together how many years? She's going to answer me in the chat room. We're going to have this little conversation. It'll be funny. Um, gosh, five, maybe? And she had announced in a class here in Denver about her radio show, and I contacted her, but we didn't actually talk at that class. So we've only talked through computer screens for five years and worked together on and off for that long. So, yes, we finally get to hug each other and drink a glass of wine together. So I'm so excited. Anyway, sorry. Back to my client contributions today. Uh, yes. This is kind of funny. I don't. Maybe I should take a break and come back for these. That's what I'm thinking. That's what's kind of dinging me. So let's do that. We'll take this final break a little bit early, and then we'll wrap it up with um, the client contributions this week here on Dr. Andy's radio show, Andy's world radio show on Inspired Choices
0: Network. We will be right back. Thank you for making Dr. Andy's world a part of your life every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
2: What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer, it's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com
0: Welcome back, and thank you again
1: for listening to Dr. Andy's World with myself, Dr. Andy, here on Inspired Choices Network. We have been going through Drive Like Your Pet Lives Here and looking at, do pets have the same status as kids? And what are the implications of that for them, for us? Um, That segment went into, uh, if um, you're catching it on the tail end, you can always go back and listen to that if that so piques your interest. Um, We were going to go into client contributions. And so we're gonna finish that up here today. I had a client schedule her own appointment in my scheduler scheduler calendar. And I didn't recognize the name, so I had to Google her, looked at her files, and I'm like, oh yeah, I haven't seen her in a while. Well that'll be cool. And she comes in, cute little little pity. And dad Barely steps into the door and he just starts like vomiting all of the details on the drive and it was a windy road and the car behind there stopped and we I wasn't going really fast and I go, did she go out the window? Of the car? He's like, oh my god, yes. And she's all scraped up on her neck. And I'm like, okay, that happens quite a bit. And he's like, no way. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I don't know if it's quite a bit. But I've had many dogs choose to go out the car windows. Either, you know, they see a bunny on the side of the road. They see a squirrel. I mean, these are usually when cars are driving in a neighborhood. He was going up like a switchbacky mountain road. So he was was still doing like 20 miles an hour, right? And we're not sure if she fell out or jumped out. But I'm like, so it's okay. You can stop (laughs) beating yourself up over it. And he kind of took this big breath. I think it really helped to know that it, his was not the only dog in the world that took herself out the window, right? And actually, she is fine. She does she have some road rash on her neck and go, well, that's probably going to be the hardest thing to manage because she's, like, scratching at her neck. And so she has a higher probability of maybe getting that infected. So we kind of talked about some things to keep on that and keep an eye on that. But, oh, boy, did her neck need an adjustment. And we had to do some, well, we didn't have to, but we did some clearings on the trauma right before, during, and after, and can we destroy and create all that, times a Godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, puck, all nine, boys, short, and Actually, that's one of my favorite clearings to run. Um, any trauma, um, emotional trauma, physical trauma, surgical trauma, after a dental trauma, like anything, like it's a very broad definition of trauma. So anything right before, during, and after this trauma, can we destroy and create all that? I use a gazillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all my boy shorts and And you can even use that on, you know, your two-legged kids, your husband, you know, all of that. But I use that on the animals a lot. Because a lot of times they come in following a trauma, right? You know, their body was perceived to need some care after something happened. And sometimes we don't even know what happened. Like there is a lot of, a lot of times clients are like, they went out the door to go potty. They came back in the door dead lame in the front, like, and I have no idea. So I'll just still, everything right before, during, and after the trauma, can we just do and uncreate it all. I think i right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all shirts, sure come on. So if, if your dog goes out the window, just know you're not the first one. And just know if they seem to be quite injured, go to your vet. They will take some x-rays. They will make sure nothing is broken. And then take them to get some body work. Because what the vets are looking for is not what your chiropractors, your acupuncturists, and your massage therapists are looking for, and what they can change for that body. Okay, note to self. Um, my, actually, my favorite little out-the-window story. This is so many years ago, and this little dog is still around. She actually lives with one of my very best girlfriends, and she's a little rascal. She was a rascal. So I think she's only like six, seven pounds, eight pounds. Jumps out the back seat of the car at a stopped intersection in the middle of the city, no less, right? My girlfriend, who's very, very pregnant at the time, drives all the way home before she realizes the dog's not in the car. Oh, boy, did she beat herself up for, about that for a while. We had to do some clearings. And it took three days to hunt down this little dog in, like, industrial, you know, storage areas. And she made it back home. She's still with her. But... um it's not really funny, but it was really kind of funny um that she didn't even realize that the dog left, so why the dog even jumped out of the car? Who knows right? <laughs> Whatever that is, so just know you're not the only one, and it happens, and uh, you know, you know get get the care that they require. Um, this conversation has come up a lot this week, so I thought I would talk about it again um. And I'll probably talk about it again. It's one of my, I guess it's one of my, I call it my soapbox and all the judgment that goes with that. Can I pot and pock, pot and pock, pot and pock, right? Um, a lot of, not a lot. There are certain breeds that, especially wiener dogs, Dobsons, Um, You know, I don't say that properly, so I don't need any emails reminding me how to say that because I can't say it right. Right, so I'm just going to go with wiener dogs. Um, lots of times, clients will come back with they're not walking in the rear. I'm like, yeah, the usual history is I came home from work and they're not walking. Like, so we have no idea what has occurred or did not occur and their back legs will not be working. Occasionally it's a full disc issue. Sometimes it's just muscle spasms and nerve compression. I mean, whatever you want to call it and all the diagnoses that it could be and, and how significant they make it in this reality. Can we destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, puck all nine, boy, shorts, man. And that's not actually where I want to go with that. It is the medications that they've been giving lately. My point of view, interesting or not, my interesting point of view, that's probably a point of view. Um, you do not do something quickly with a steroid and with body work be it chiropractic, massage, acupuncture, with the steroid, if you want to get the steroid in there to get inflammation off of those nerves, the steroids are the only ones that reduce inflammation in the spinal column. That's it. And that is not being a common prescription these days. I have no idea why, so I want you to have that information. I want you to go look up more information, and I want to have a conversation, have you have a conversation with your veterinarian. But you have to do something fast. We need to get the inflammation out of that spinal column. We so gotta get it off the nerves so the nerves can regenerate so those legs can start moving again. And they're gonna need some body work. Um, they're gonna need chiropractic massage acupuncture, they're gonna need some body work, some PT. So pick your poison on that, but make sure steroids are in the cocktail that you get from your veterinarian. Again, this is my interesting point of view. You have a conversation with a veterinarian, but it seems to be coming up a lot and a lot and a lot, and these animals are not getting the steroids, and they don't seem to be walking again. <laughs> um, I was contacted by a dog that hadn't walked in a month. At that point, in this reality, with all the points of view that are present, I'm not going to be able to change that. So what's it going to take to change all the points of view and be able to change that for these animals? Everything that doesn't allow that, can we destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pop, all nine boy, boys, shorts, and beyond. And what are the animals asking us to step into by losing their ability to walk. Everything that brings up. Times of Godzilla will you destroy it and create it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boy shorts, and beyond. I haven't quite found just the right energy on that, but there's something there. It's a very interesting choice to just stop, just having your back legs stop working. Right? So, what are they choosing that for? And this is how you start to use these questions with your animals and see what kind of energy comes and see what kind of awareness has come up. And generally, they'll show up in the shower like days later, but what if we started asking the questions? And what if we started changing our points of view around us and our animals? All right. Clients are such a contribution every week, and I want to thank you all for listening to Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with myself, Dr. Andy, here on Inspired Choices Network. I will be back next Friday afternoon, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And until then, how much fun can you have with your animals?
0: Thank you for choosing to listen to Dr. Andy's World. Dr. Andy will return next Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until next time, how different are you willing to be with your animals, the planet, and your world?